Get ready to kick back and crack open a cold one. It's time for the Cooter Green Show. I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. And now your host, Cooter Green. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Cooter? How's that mouse, dude? How's that mouth? How'd that mouth do, though? It's doing all right, man. It, it was, uh, uh, you know, it uh, it messed up my tummy for like, I don't know, about an hour. But uh, the 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 heat was intense for sure. But uh, didn't didn't mess me up for too long. What about the poop shoot? No issues. Not well. I mean, it, it was rough for the first night, but then after that, all <laughs> good. I, I mean, it was. I definitely had my face buried in my hands while I was doing the deed. You know, it's like, oh, it's miserable. It's like no doubt, dude. It was rough. Was it stale? Was your stale and shit like mine was? Uh, it was just like a very tasteless corn chip. I mean, it was crunchy still. It wasn't stale, but uh, yeah, it didn't have much of a taste. It was hard to swallow because it was dry and my mouth was dry. But uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Had to be done. It was yeah. It was definitely. I had to like chew it a whole bunch of times before I could swallow it, just because it was so dry. But uh, you know. Is what it is. Man, mine tasted like a, I don't know, like a four or five month old Dorito. Just no crunch. I mean, it, I don't know. I guess they're different. I guess they're shit from different places. I don't know. Maybe mine was old. Yeah, mine I'm was, sure it's people to buy a bunch and send out a little at a time. Maybe they don't store them that well or who knows, man. Welcome to the show. I'm your, your host, Cooter, and co-host, John. That's right. That's me. What's up, everybody? Uh, we were absent for a week. I don't know if uh, whoever listens to this show, Texas got smashed with a snowstorm, ice storm. People didn't have power, rolling blackouts. No Super crazy water. stuff, man. It was wild. How'd you fare? Was, uh, well, I got lucky, man. Um, thankfully, uh, I got, you know, I the house that I bought, I helped kind of reno and renovate. And we got like all new pipes and all that stuff. Like when I moved in and it was all uh, kind of weatherized and stuff. So thankfully... Um, I, I kind of lucked out. I didn't have any issues in the power. Thankfully, I was in a nice area to where uh, I never lost power. Uh, people literally, you know, a few blocks away from me lost power for days, but we were fine. Thank, thank God. Yeah. That's great. How about you? Good. Well, it was, let's just say Tuesday had power. It was rolling. Probably had mm. like two, two, three hours. Yeah. And it would be, be off. Yeah, it would oh. be, be, be off for like 45 minutes. But when it got into Wednesday morning, it would flug- it fluctuated. It was like an hour and a half on, and then an hour off, and you just slowly just you had it was more off than on, and it just never came back on. So I, I want to say Friday, I believe it was Friday of last week. It was Friday of last week because my daughter's birthday was the next day, and it was over here. So, mm. man, fifty plus yeah, it was crazy so without power, but had gas. Yeah, was able to cook and whatnot. Okay, good, good. Heck yeah. The reason why I explained that we have we don't ever address the people that actually follow the show, and our platform actually gives you know geographics of where everything everybody listens. Of course, we're in the continental United States, but Taiwan, yeah. Ireland, Singapore, Spain, Japan, and India. That's why we weren't on. Just to let yeah. y'all know, and thank y'all for listening. And well, I mean, it had something to do with the polar vortex going crazy. So I imagine wherever everybody's listening, they had some crazy weather the last couple of weeks. I think. Just I did see what you, you tweeted out yesterday. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Our, That's what they're saying. That's what I've read is that basically the overheating of the Arctic area is letting that polar vortex kind of go wild, and so it'll kind of come down, dip down, and it hit Texas all the way down to Texas from the polar vortex there. And uh, so I'm sure it's it's just kind of going wavy all over the place. But I'll bet you we have a super duper hot summer. That's what I'm betting. Oh, I'm willing to bet. Yeah. yeah man. Let's get off that. It's uh, let's just talk a little bit about the football and stuff first. We're we're gonna do heavy UFC today since we got some big matches coming up tonight. We have UFC uh, fight night. They're saturating the market, like you said, but well, it's every day. You know, they got shit going on every week. It seems like, which is great because yeah, every Saturday going on right now. There's nothing exactly. I I mean, you got baseball that just starting, but eh. and you got uh, basketball. That's you know, I guess I don't know how far they are into their season, but. 
But see, that's that's what that's why I like these fights, man, because these basketball and football players are getting paid. All of them are getting paid some sort of million of dollars. You know what I mean? But these UFC fighters we're going to watch tonight, like the 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 you know the the bottom of the main card, they're getting paid like thirty grand. And if they if they win, they get paid like fifty grand more. But they're not they don't get paid a lot because they also have to pay their coaches, they have to pay their trainers, they have to pay their nutritionists, whatever they got. So I mean, they're they're walking home with like. 30k and they might be able to do that twice two maybe three times a year so they're 16 to 90k they're they're normal guys they're middle class just like you and me but they're fighting for it so that's, that's why all I just, before taxes too exactly exactly so and of course they can hustle and they can do their own thing but that's why i love this sport so much man they're just they're just they they love the sport and they're definitely doing it because they love it not because of the money you could definitely say they're uh, putting their body up a lot more than any other athlete i mean a game check to some players especially in the nfl or can Shit, they can range from sixty-five thousand to a hundred grand just for mm-hmm. one game. Right, so crazy. That's so crazy. I mean, Greasy backed up Elway and got paid like seven million dollars to sit on the bench for a season. I'll take that all day, all because Think you were that. good enough to play and you, you didn't need to. That's just crazy to me. It's so nuts. So, uh, Tiger Woods, I guess that's the biggest news. Mm. Yeah, man. Him, uh, that was a weird deal. It, it, they still it was a single car accident, seven. right? Yeah, and they haven't really said what caused it. And according to him, he doesn't remember the wreck. Well, dude, if it's a single car accident, that sounds like he uh, was driving uh, badly. <laughs> Meaning he was probably under the influence of something, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, no, that's already been stated that he wasn't. All they... that became clear. No, nothing in the system or nothing. Oh, well, shit. I mean, even then, I still think he wasn't driving under the right state of mind is what I'm saying. Like. He could have, like you say, he doesn't remember. He could have blacked out. He could have uh, had some sort of attacks, anxiety attack. I mean, this shit happens to people all the time. Thankfully, it didn't happen to a shitload of people while they're driving. But it seems I like he's kind of what. Go ahead. It just seems like I, I was just reiterating. It just seems like he uh, wasn't all there when he was driving. I was looking at that stretch of road, and, and my my brother was explaining it to me too because he's been through those hills and they went on vacation. Where's this at again? It's pretty. Southern California somewhere. Oh, yeah. Beautiful out there. He was headed to uh, – he was doing something for – is it Genesis, the car company? Is that how you pronounce it, Genesis? Yeah. Yeah, he was they – were, they were sponsoring something. He was actually headed to meet with Drew Brees and Justin Herbert. They were Dang. doing some type of golf lesson, yeah. Cool. And from what they were saying, it's windy and roady. And then I've, I read something online where a lady lives in that area. And there's, you know, people – that cross the, they don't cross the median, but there's turns to go, you know, other – you know, oh yeah, yeah. It's very windy other, you know, and go hilly, up, and uh, go up the hill, and maybe somebody cut him off, and then he—that's when he hits the curb, he hits a tree, takes out a pole, and falls with a little little ravine. He did. Yeah, that's how Paul Walker died. They're driving, they're driving a little crazy, but right there in that same windy type area, roads and the hills and shit, he died that like uh, like blocks away from where I was living at the time. It's crazy. That business section, that business place. No, just Southern California style of windy roads. Oh, oh, I'm not yeah. saying right next to oh, it, okay. but just that style. You know, them driving fast and those windy roads. <sighs> There's still people that think that dude faked his death. It was just wild to me. Oh, really? I've never heard that before. Yeah, but yeah definitely not. Yeah. He just liked to drive fast, and they they drove too fast. <laughs> that was it. You know, yeah. it's how it goes, bro. Uh, uh, I think they said Tiger got a rod and some pins in his tibula and some. Uh, screws and whatnot his ankle and his foot so but he's expected to make a full recovery the sad thing is he's full recovery back Good sur- job. he was supposed to have a back surgery to so he could compete in the masters but i'm pretty sure this might set him back a little bit yeah he's probably gonna have to do some of that extra stuff like go to panama get the stem cells and all that stuff so he can recuperate um man that's what all the, that's all you see fighters do whenever they have to recover is that they just go down there and they get their bone marrow stem cells pulled out and squirted everywhere else and then they feel much better it's crazy how that works i guess they don't do that here because it's not fda approved right yeah uh well it got disapproved because back in the day legitimately we could only get it from like uh, fetal tissue right so either the placenta or fetuses and so everybody got a really bad look because everybody thought hey babies have to die to get this thing and it's it's just not the case now We, we found that you could find it in your own bone marrow uh, you can find it all over the place. So it's it's super legitimate science. Uh, but FDA getting the FDA to approve it because it would beat out all this other pharmaceutical stuff and all this other medicines that we can use. It just uh, it's it's going to take a while for that kind of thing to get approved. So, yes, you have to go out of the country now 
to get the uh, the stem cells. But it's legit. So is that why the weird parents eat the placenta after after their babies are born? No, that's a uh, that's weird. That just, <laughs> that's just that, fucking weird. That, I mean, that, that people do that. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, they, they like save it and they put it in the freezer and they eat it. It's got yeah. nutrients in it. I mean, it's definitely got nutrients in it. Um, that's just weird, man. Uh, no thanks. <sighs> I mean, I can see how like cavemen would do it back in the day. It definitely you need if you needed those nutrients. But I'll just take my vitamins. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hey, one a day <laughs> takes the pain away. That's right, baby. Eat my apple. <laughs> take my vitamin. So you, I guess you saw Dak. There's a pretty, there's a lot of stuff going on right now with quarterbacks this year. I mean, the market for a quarterback is pretty wild. We had, uh, I just think his name just, it just slipped my mind. Stafford, Matt Stafford, yeah, went to the Rams. You know, went from being a Detroit blue collar player to living in Hollywood, and Jared Goff becomes Joe Hollywood to Joe blue collar, <laughs> playing for Detroit. Oh, they're both doing Russell, just fine though. <laughs> oh, of course they are. I'm just saying, you know, I'm saying. Yeah, I feel you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You gotta live where you Russell gotta live. Wilson, Russell Wilson's saga is pretty interesting to me. He said he wasn't gonna de- demand a trade, but he did list the Cowboys, Raiders, or Saints or Bears if he was gonna go. If I think I know where you're gonna lead to this, but if anywhere he would go, where would you want him to see? Where would you want I, him to go? Oh, I'd, I'd get a giant, giant. Uh, my pants would fit differently if he went to the Cowboys for sure, but. Um, I think I'd like to see him at Chicago, man. I think Dak is is an elite quarterback. Honestly, he's, he's he did some great things in the beginning of the season. He really did show some greatness. Uh, but I think he would do great over at the Bears, man. Honestly, the Saints, nah. Let them recover and and, and rebuild. Um, and then who else? Oh, we're ta- talk, talking about Russell, not Dak. Yeah, no, I'm, Russell Wilson. I'm with you. So I would like to see uh, Russell Wilson go to the Bears. Is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. But, but uh, and then the Saints, and then who else? Saints and Raiders. Raiders. Oh, Raiders is interesting. Uh, I'm gonna take it back. I want to go. I want him to go to the Raiders. That'd be cool to see him in that jersey and kick butt and be in that town with those fans. I think he, he would, would be going up against Mahomes, and if he go going up against Mahomes twice a year, I love it. I love it because then you know I maybe think- go to the Super Bowl because <laughs> we don't have to compete with those guys. The Raiders uh, is probably the best fit, I would think, because for one, they got a pretty good offensive line, and Derek, they could that would be, make the Raiders be able to keep Mariota, and they could probably shock, uh, shock, they could shop Carr. Yeah, so Carr, he didn't do much last season. Did he get injured again? Well, he was good until he about blew his leg off, just running into the end zone. Right. Yeah, he didn't do it. That's why Mariota just came out of nowhere, took the job. Ah, Mariota came from Tennessee, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was good in Tennessee. He was okay. I didn't know they traded him. I mean, I don't know why they traded him, but I'm sure for value or whatever. He did okay. He did, fantasy-wise, anyway. I remember having him. He was on my bench for a while. I got some pretty good points. But, um, yeah, man, quarterbacks is uh, – it's always interesting to watch those guys because they get paid like the divas that they are, right? So, uh, wherever they go, I hope they make an impact. Russell Wilson's the most interesting for sure. They're still thinking about not signing Dak or how they signed him. I mean, they're still waiting on signing that big contract with him, right? Yeah, they're uh, – sounds like they're going to double down and probably franchise him because if, if they franchise him, he's going to get like 36-something million, 37. It, it went up about 4 or $5 million from last year because mm. the contract uh, – when you franchise tag a player, it's based off the first uh, – you know, the highest paid to the fifth highest paid, and it's the average. Mm, I see. That's how they determine that money. If they get if they tag him, he's going to make sixty nine million dollars guaranteed in the past two years. Okay, but if if they tag him, they're going to have to get rid of players. Like mm-hmm. for exa- uh, example, Tyron Smith. I think he's costing the cap right now like ten to fifteen million. He's good too. If yeah. He, he, yeah, he's aging though, and he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. That's true. So does Dak for that matter. But um, uh, well. I'd rather have Dak and Zeke on my team than him. You know, I think they attract other players. So, mm-hmm. you know, let them go. Let's see what we got interested-wise, you know what I mean? See what free agents want to come and see if we can't get a ring with the the younger players. Because they're, they're an attractive set of guys, man. Cooper, Dak. We got to keep Cooper. Cooper, Dak, and Zeke. Gall- you got Gallup, too. Gallup. Gallup's cool, but he can go if he wants. But I'm saying we need an O-line, and we need those three players. You know, uh, obviously we need defense, and you know I just 
if, if we got everybody firing off on all cylinders, I think it's a very attractive team to go to. Uh, and I think players are seeing that. That's why Russell Wilson was entertaining going to, to those teams because all of those teams that he listed are quietly, you know, just uh, uh, so close to getting, you know, elite level, I think. Yeah. They all have good defenses. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. just a couple players here or there, man, will, will change everything, I think. So – It'll be interesting. I, I think Dak should just sign the franchise tag and then get paid next year. Sure, sure. By somebody else. Plus, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I understand that it's all about, you know, the agent's got to try and get the best thing for his, his client and all that stuff. And I imagine that's what they're going to do. Because obviously, they are – They Cowboys were quick to say they weren't interested in Russell Wilson. So, I think they're definitely only gunning for Dak. They got Andy Dalton, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We got Andy Dalton, too, as a backup. So, we're all right. We're good. I mean, shit. And Andy Dalton's not that bad of a quarterback. He just played for the, you know, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, he's like a pro bowler for sure, man. But he's definitely not going to go to the Super Bowl ever again unless he's riding the bench, I think. Oh, that's a strong words. He's a, he's a good quarterback. I think he's good. He's good. I mean, he's better than we are. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, shit, we had him. Yeah. This last year, we what he can do. <laughs> Yeah, I just hope – I just think Dak should just sign this, sign this franchise tag, get out of town. And, I mean, Cowboys aren't going to draft a quarterback, period. The last quarterback the Cowboys drafted was Troy Aikman. <laughs> that's when Jerry Jones bought the team. Oh, right, yeah. Man. Yeah, so. They, they shoot themselves in the foot with that family bullshit, dude. You know, like his son being on there and all that. It just, it just seems like they don't make the right decisions all the time because they don't have an objective – uh, person in the room. It's always Team Jones, and not the Cowboys, right? You know what I mean? Like, no, I get it. If I want want help drilling the fucking oil well, I'm going to the Joneses. But if I want to build a franchise, let's go to the Rooney's. I actually been in the football business, not the oil business. Right? Exactly. I understand you got a shitload of money, and but if you're if you guys are running it, man, get a couple of elite football minds. In there too, please, please, come on. Anyway, Deshaun Watson is probably going to lose a shit ton of money this year. It seems like because I don't do not think they're going to trade him. I wouldn't care if I was Deshaun Watson at this point. It's like you guys are trying to make me look like this, so it's like okay, I'm going to be. The, he's being pretty public about it, right? So I, I understand. He's like, dude, I, I play a game, bro. Like. <laughs> You guys pay me a lot of money. I'm not playing for this team anymore. If you guys, if they're not getting along, why would I work for you guys? Yeah, apparently he met with uh, their head coach, and he pretty much said, "We're not going to trade you." And Deshaun said he's ready to sit out. And apparently, per sources, they didn't really search as close to the team. Mm-hmm. There's been multiple trade officers that have been going trade offers, not officers, offers been shot straight to voicemail and Texas is Texans are unwilling to even discuss deals. Mm. Man. Well, uh what's Pretty what exactly is the big issue? Have they talked about it? Or is it is it just they just don't get along? Well Watson had when oh Bill O'Reilly not Bill O'Reilly, that's a damn Fox guy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When their old uh <clears throat> their ex ex head coach mm-hmm. Watson went up and gave a suggestion about a player or whatnot, and he wasn't being taken serious or whatnot. And trade Ray Hopkins, JJ's gone. I mean, they're pretty much rebuilding. Deshaun's going to prove himself. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding team. Mm. He wants out of Houston. I see. Well, that's kind of a diva move, isn't it? Yeah. I would, I would think so. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's got to, he's got to look out for the best interest of him. I guess. I don't or, see him going anywhere. <sighs> shut up and play. I guess is is the answer. Just shut up and play. <laughs> Coach O'Brien. There you go. That's who there you is. go. Gotcha. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, that stinks. I hope they come to an agreement because he is a good player. He's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, Carson Wentz traded to the Colts. They won't give him his number, though, right? Uh, yeah, according to Pittman, which is a rookie. A rookie 
pretty much said, I'm not going to give you my number. And I, I thought that was crazy because this guy's going to be throwing you the ball. Dude. That's nuts, dude. And he's worth like $40 million. You don't think he's going to get that number 11? He's going to have to pay for it. No doubt. For sure. So how, how do you mean? Carson Wentz. Will oh, I see. I see. Pittman for the, for the jersey. That happens. Yeah, right. I get it. Are you rolling dice? Oh, do you hear that? I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Okay. Spinning an earring. Just wondering what the hell. My bad. Was. That's gonna show up on the. Hey, keep doing it. Yeah, right. Just keep it up. Keep it. Nah. Just keep nah, going. Nah. Hey, no, no shows. Don't perfect. tell me what to do. Carry on. <laughs> no. Yeah, Wentz just uh, traded the uh, Colts for exchange of a, a 2021 third round pick and a condi- uh, conditional 2022 second rounder. The conditional, if if Wentz plays 75 percent uh, of the snaps in twenty twenty one or seventy percent, and the Colts make the playoffs, it go it gets bumped up to a first rounder. I mean, he pretty much got the Colts aren't really sold on Wentz. That's what it's. Those like. are some pretty serious conditions, right? It's pretty cool they were able to get that deal. It's like, well, if he does this, then that. If he does this, then that. It's a pretty smart deal. But I bet he does well at the Colts, man. Uh, he's. He, He's gonna prove. He's gonna have to. He has to prove himself. Uh, yeah, and I think he will. I mean, he definitely isn't gonna be guaranteed to start. Hopefully, they they cover some of the stuff offseason wise and how he competes with all the other quarterbacks. But I think it'll blow him out of the water. He's a great quarterback. He just he. It seems like his talents were wasted in in Philadelphia. Yeah, him and the head coach. They didn't speak for like eight weeks, dude. How can you play in that situation? Like not one word. Yeah. Not, yeah, well, they bad. played Foles, yeah. and then Foles took him to the to the right, and uh, it's it's a very strange situation. Yeah. It's his position. Yeah, that's really all I got. Besides being Roethlisberger, it looks like he's going to stay fucking pitching. You sad about that? You know, to be honest with you, it's going to suck when he leaves, but I think he should go. <laughs> Why didn't he almost had a perfect season for you guys? Is he he's still a top three quarterback in the league, isn't he? And you're saying it's time to move on? I wouldn't say top. I wouldn't say it's top three. Numbers wise, numbers wise, yeah, it's time to move on. Definitely numbers wise, this season. You kidding me? If well, they threw more than any other team, but they also had the last rushing offense of any other team. He checks down to every play. He was Randy Fickner's Randy Fickner was just like his lap dog. Being checked out of everything because they had no run. That sounds like a fucking offensive coordinator yeah, issue, he, not a quarterback issue. It's a quarterback issue because Ben's been running the offense. Right? And again, he almost gave you guys a fucking perfect season. You're saying it's time to go and he's like literally outplaying everybody it's every other quarterback? That's ridiculous, Cooter. Ridiculous. It's time. No, it's, it's, no, it's really okay. not. You can't expect him to throw 60 times a game with no running, with no, you know, with no running game. You can't do it. So you change the play trash. call. You don't change the elite quarterback that literally outplayed all of the other quarterbacks. Who are you going to get that's better? That's a good point. <laughs> you kidding me? Like, you're only going to get a worse player. Trey Lance. Oh, uh, yeah, those guys are Fields, way better than Ben and Roethlisberger. Are you kidding me, Cooter? Jesus. It's, it's okay, to I on. totally disagree. There's, <laughs> You're not going to get a better quarterback than Ben available right now unless you get Brady or Breeze decides to go over there somehow. or You know what I mean? Like, you'd have to get a goat to replace Ben to make sense. My daughter could throw the football farther than Breeze. Uh, I disagree. Uh, season. Uh, okay, here's a fun fact for you. You can go uh-huh. to your Google machine. If if Tom, if Tom Brady, if Drew Brees would throw the ball down every snap this season, he would have still have a better passing rating than he did. Okay, so on the what do you? Game. What does that mean? Basically, he needs he needs to quit and go be an analyst. That's what that fucking. Means. So he played worse than he did the year before. Is what you're saying? So he yeah, played worse yeah. than one of the MVPs the year before. Is what you're saying? Like literally, he played worse than one of the best players in the league the year before. A little worse. 
Not worse than all the other quarterbacks. Just worse than one of the most elite quarterbacks of the year. We're talking about great. You're crazy. That's what I'm saying, man. Your standards are way (laughs) too high. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody. What do you mean? Dude. XL, achieve. Don't just don't set up. What is bottom bottom of Big Ben and Drew Brees? What is bottom about those guys? Hey, dude, we got Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Shove him up your ass, dude. Are you kidding me? Dude, if you just pull the fucking (laughs) stats up, I'm pretty sure all of the quarterbacks we're talking about, the Big Ben and Drew Brees, are still going to be top five, right, last year. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. So unless you replace them with one of those other five guys, right, the other three guys, excuse me, then you're only trading down. It's ridiculous. Time to move on. Get out of here. Dude, you know I'm excited. No, I know, but also it's always fun to have a shakeup and change, and you just you want to get a new blood in there. You yeah, having Deck Prescott replace Tony Romo was was weird. I I didn't carry the way Romo was very average as far as the stats go. You know what I mean? Like he was he he got a lot of good stats, but at the end of the day, he did like three back to back eight and eight seasons. It's like what? You're still starting? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, when we got Dak. All right, we're going we're gonna... to. I said when Go we ahead. got Dak, uh, you know, it was just it was refreshing because he was hungry and you could tell. But, you know, we're kind of getting the same results. So, it sucks. <laughs> we're going to interrupt this show. we got to throw a little ad read in here. And when we get back, we're going to talk uh, UFC fight night, the fight that was February 20th. The big name on that was uh, – Blades and Lewis, and we're going to talk the fight night that's coming yeah. up tonight. That's we're right. And we're back. We're back. So February 20th was 2021's fight card. Pretty big heavyweight uh, match between – it's. I'm saying it's right. Blades, right? Yeah, Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades. Yes, sir. Curtis Blades. Okay, for now on, on the rest of the cards, I can't pronounce dick and no disrespect to these fighters. I just can't. So you can introduce everybody else. That fight cool. was pretty. That fight was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's end with that one, man, because it was awesome and it ended on such a such a great note. And uh, yeah, let's let's end okay. with that one because it was the main event. I'll start off with the uh, with Tom Aspinall, the the Brit versus Andre Olovsky, the the veteran, thirty and twenty. Andre Olovsky versus ten and two. Tom Aspinall, uh, forty two years old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Andre Olovsky. Uh, is definitely a veteran. He was a former champion of the UFC. Uh, it was a big win for Tom Aspinall, who's only got 12 fights in the UFC. And and beating Andre Olovsky by rear naked choke is mm-hmm. a very impressive because, it, well, his, his dad literally teaches BJJ, Tom Aspinall. So he's got yeah. excellent Brazilian jiu-jitsu, excellent hands, as he showed in the first round. Um, you know, he outstruck him 41 to 22, uh, significant strikes 37 to 20. Uh, and he only got one takedown. In that takedown, he got he got a he got a rear naked choke on a, a legend. So great win for Tom Aspinall. I can't wait to see him uh, go on and do great things. Really, I feel like he I feel like he is going to be just come up just the way he's oh, fighting. Yeah. For, just for being a heavyweight, and from my experience watching UFC in the past, and I haven't indulged as much as I used to, it seems like if you can get a heavyweight on the ground. And put in mm-hmm. a submission, you probably have a better chance of striking than striking. I could be wrong. He, he's got both. He's that's what he's trying to he, work on. He's definitely got good Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but his striking, he outstruck, like I said, Andre Lovsky almost, you know, uh, you know, three to one or two to one. No, not two to one. He got like one and a half to one. Uh, but he outstruck Andre Lovsky as well. His, his striking was very clean. His boxing was clean. He, he worked the jab. Um, it, it was great. It was uh, he honestly looked awesome. So. I can't wait to see who what who he fights next uh, in the heavyweights. It's going to be a, a crazy, crazy time for heavyweights coming in. So heavyweights that, that, heavyweight seem to be pretty stacked here. Oh yeah, well I mean it's what they do every month is beautiful, man. Is they kind of highlight a different weight class each month. Um, so you know, one month it'll be middleweights, and one month it'll be heavyweights, and one month it'll be light heavy, and blah, 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 blah. right now, you know, they're highlighting heavyweights because uh, you know Stipe and Ngannou is coming up. I think in March they have so many great fights coming up in March, to include Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, with finishing up with this card and staying on point here, 
Phil Haas versus Masordin Imavo. Imavov, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil Haas ten and two. Imavov nine and three. Phil Haas is supposed to come in in thirty seconds and just take his head off. That's always Phil Haas's plan. So it was, he's like a powder keg. You, you see in him him fight. Um, but this one, it went all the way to, to, to you know, round three. They went to decision, and he won. Uh, so very impressive coming from uh, uh, a striker that's trying to take your head off in 30 seconds. He's supposed to gas out really fast. So seeing him win and pull off that win was pretty impressive. Uh, Imovov did real well, too. Um, but Phil Haas, he got, he, got all, he got four out of seven takedowns. He got 31 significant strikes. Uh, Imovov actually outstruck him significant strikes-wise. So Phil Haas getting the takedowns and, and throwing the strikes that he did throw. Definitely won him the fight. It's 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 it was crazy to see uh, him swing so hard and make it the whole distance. So good on him. Is this the first time Halls has went all the way with the distance? Yeah, yeah. All of his all of his other fights. If you look him up, I'll look him up real quick while we're talking about. But all of his other fights uh, have been very very quick. Like he's trying to take your fucking head off uh, every single uh, fight. His actual nickname is Megatron. Uh, let's see here. Um, Let's look at his. There you go. He's got a lot of wins, but uh, win by decision. Punches 18 seconds round one. One minute 18 round one. Uh, it doesn't say round one, round one, round two, round two, round one. Uh, yeah. So the ones that do does list, it's all very quick. 15 seconds round one. Yeah, he's he's a round one swinger, dude. He's trying to take your head off. So him him winning by taking him down and and uh, out fighting fighting him, it really shows his uh, his prowess and his uh, his improvements. So even though he won, it seems like the formula to beat the guys don't let him out strike you. Try to beat him on the points and gas him out. Yeah, well, that's what Imavov was trying to do, and he definitely outstruck him. And there was times where Phil Hobbs was definitely in trouble for sure, for sure. But. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he 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 took he got the win. He earned that win. It was a rough win for him for sure. It wasn't as, as definitive as knocking somebody's head off in the first round. Uh right. and he was trying. It was cool to see, but good on Imovov for, for sticking in there. So they both did well. Imovov's nine and three, Phil Haas is ten and two. Uh I hope they both do well moving on. And then this next heavyweight fight, Alexi Olnick, who's a, a legend in, in his own right. He does not like to strike. Fifty nine and fifteen and one is his the Russian. Yeah, the Russian dude for sure. Versus Chris Dacus, the New Jersey, uh, no, not yeah, the New Jersey police officer, eleven and three. Uh, P- no, they said Pennsylvania, wasn't it? Say that. P- Pennsylvania, wasn't it? Yeah, Philly, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Philly cop. So yeah. like Rocky and shit. Yeah. But, uh, so that was cool watching him uh, destroy Alexi Olnick in round one. Uh, Outstruck him so so much, thirty four to five significant strikes. Alexi Olnick is going to go for the submission. He's going to go for the takedown. He's going to try and take you down. He's not interested in striking with you. So uh, Chris Dacus or Dacaus, however you say his last name, I can't say it either. Uh, But uh, however you say his name, he did real well. Seeing him fight is going to be awesome in the future as well. He's eleven and three in the UFC, similar to. Tom Aspinall. Uh, these two young lions are not going to fight each other for a while, I bet. I think they're both going to continue to fight the older guys, kind of clean up house uh, so that they can pay them a little less and pay the older guys a little, you know, pay, not pay them at all, honestly. Um, but, I mean, that was a crazy fight, dude. Uh, I, I love watching that. It was a clinic for, for striking. Uh, Alexi Olnick is still a legend. He's a great fighter. He's just He, he definitely lost his spot, I think. Alexi Olnick might have been, you know, top 15, and I think he's not ranked anymore. Now Dickhaus has his number. From what I watched from the fight, the highlights that I watched, Olnick, it, I mean, you said he's a submission guy. Yeah. But when Dawkins kept just kept striking him on the, right on the dome, dude, boom, boom. And then yeah. he would put his head – he would put his head down and do this, mm-hmm. like, windmill hit, try to hit him on the back of the head, but not yeah. protecting his face. Yeah. I'm watching this, and I'm not a professional fighter. Yeah, I mean – we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We, we, you know, but I'm seeing that. I go, dude, you got to protect yourself, and that's just open season for the caucus just to knock you in the fucking teeth. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing is is yeah, Olnick I mean, is such a dog he's that he's yeah. Well, so, that's what I'm saying. Olnick is such a dog. He's trying to think. Well, I can eat some shots if I could just get my hands around him, and that's true. Yeah. If he eats two shots and he gets his hands around the cows, he's gonna take him down. But 
Nikaos is able to use footwork and, and out and just keep striking and keep hitting him right in that dome piece. Like you said, he ate some nasty shots. Like he shouldn't have. It did. These guys are heavyweights, man. So uh, every single one of those jabs, crosses, hooks, uppercut, they all hurt like hell, I'm sure. So, uh, you know, uh, Olnick is – get... go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. I oh. get punched in the mouth by my four-year-old, and that hurts. Yeah. This guy, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, definitely he's on some adrenaline, but, yeah, that, that guy was hitting him with, with freight trains every single time. Bam, 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 bam. And, uh, yeah, you can't eat those shots without, without sitting down. And that's what happened. So – you know, all the respect to Alexi Olnick, he's he's definitely gonna you know stick around for another fight or two. But he's he's old, he's old old fella, so uh, he's probably about time to put him out to pasture as well. Yes. Coming up next, we have Charles Rosa versus Derek Minner. This was a great fight, man. Uh, it, these guys are both very talented fighters. I didn't know uh, that Derek Minner was so awesome, uh, but he's twenty six and eleven. Charles Rosa thirteen and five. I guess Minner's coming over from a different league or something like that, but. Uh, Four or five takedowns, uh, you know, for, for Derek Minner, uh, zero of one for mm-hmm. Charles Rosa. Significant strikes for, for Minner was 45 to, to Rosa's 15. Definitely outstruck him. Definitely took him down on the ground. He definitely dominated him. You didn't see it coming, man, because Derek Minner kind of looks like a Mighty Mouse type thing, and, and Charles Rosa was looking all svelte and stuff. But, uh, yeah, he just he took him to, he took him to school, man. He's definitely the more uh, – uh, seasoned veteran uh, as far as fighting, so and it just kind of showed. So, but decision went to Derek Minner. But all the respect, to Charles Roser. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to see him fight again. Moving yeah, on, I didn't the, watch any highlights on that one. Actually, I, I had no opinion on that. Well, it's kind of two not not really huge names. Like I said, Minner's coming from a different league. He probably has a little bit of a following. But Charles Rosa, he's new. Uh, he was on the Dana White Contender Series, I believe, and. Uh, He's, he's going to make a name for himself because he's very talented if he makes these changes, but definitely uh, Derek Minner earned that, earned that one for sure. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't very two, – two giant guys. That's why I was kind of just kind of shooting through that one. But this next yeah. one, uh, women's bantamweight co-main event, uh, Kunitskaya versus Vieira. Ketlin Vieira versus Yana Kunitskaya. Kunitskaya being the Drago. She's the Russian. She's this cold-looking, mean-looking lady dude when she's walking out. It was crazy. It was like I was watching WWE or something. And then Caitlin Varia <laughs> being like she's being Brazilian, so she, so basically we all knew that Vieira Vieira was going to try and take down Kunitskaya and try and do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu on Kunitskaya. Yes. Well, that's essentially what happened throughout the fight. Um, but Kunitskaya was able to get in positions where she was able to get strikes off. I mean, somehow. <laughs> In the, with a goddamn elbow. Well, that wasn't the very, very, very end of the fight. And I think that's what won her the fight yeah. because uh, Vieira was – she got three of eight takedowns. Kuninskaya didn't take her down once. She just kind of adapted while she was being took down. She was able to reverse some crazy positions that was on, on a, a very elite Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist. And, uh, you know, I mean, Vieira only struck her significantly seven times out of 16 attempts. Kuninskaya was throwing 47 of 60. So this this fifteen round fight, she only hit the, the winner only hit the loser forty seven times. I mean, she attempted two hundred and forty seven. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of misses. Oof, rough, <laughs> but uh, not very accurate. These ladies, but anyway, she definitely won the fight in the very end with with some nasty elbows, dude. It was it was cool to watch, man, because I was kind of rooting for Kunitskaya because she's getting taken down and she was doing things off of her back. She wasn't just like giving up. So it was kind of cool to watch. A little boring, a little grapply, but uh, either way, the Russian got the uh, got the victory, and I, I was like rooting for Drago in that one. Hey, the ladies are a lot tougher than we are, brother. Oh yeah, well all these motherfuckers are, dude. If you can make it in the UFC, you're 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 elite. <laughs> you are elite. Like, I w- I wouldn't even do a sex change to be a woman and to fight in the women's division because I would get beat by a woman, even though I'm a man. Well, I probably wouldn't do that because I just don't want to do the sex change. But uh, you wouldn't do it because you don't want to lose to a woman in a UFC match. It's very specific, Cooter. So, guys, you heard it here. Let's start a GoFundMe for Cooter's sex change. We just got to make sure that uh, the UFC does not call him for fights. And uh, it'll be okay. I, 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 gotta do a, I, I do have a question about that decision. The sex change? Because she – no. Oh, fight, sorry. Fucker. My bad. <laughs> That was a joke. And if anybody that's transgender and wants to be, we can. It's fine. It's no big deal. So supports it. 
it's a small market we're, we're uh, talking to right now. What's up? <clears throat> just, just saying. So the decision being cut of her, I believe it's above her right eye, and they rolled it a knockout. Why is it rolled a knockout or a TKO? What? She wasn't knocked out. Is it because? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's what. That's what I. The fight we were just talking about. That went to the decision. Era. It went to decision. Yeah, she just at the very end of the the fight, she hit her with some nasty okay. fucking elbows and cut her open, but she didn't knock her out. That was okay. like the last hit of the the fight. Google's fucking wrong. Okay. <laughs> anyway. It's so weird how uh, media on MMA is, is just kind of garbage and nobody does anything about it. You know, so it's like it's hard to find yeah, the right thing. So, and, and when we talk about the other card coming up uh, tonight, uh, there's a fight on Google that's not there that that got replaced. So, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll talk about right. that here in a second. And then finally, the heavyweight main event. Moving on. Derek Lewis versus Cooter. Oh, Cooter. Curtis Blades. <laughs> uh, Derek Lewis versus Cooter Green would not go as long as two rounds. But, dude, no. Curtis Blades had the perfect strategy versus Derek Lewis. He was out striking him. He was jabbing him. He was going in and out. He was, you know, he wouldn't go for a takedown that often, but when he would, he would set it up. But he was literally out striking Lewis. He was just kind of, you know, in and out, jab, jab, in and out, in and out, jab, jab, in and out, in and out, jab, jab. Um, and then finally, Lewis was just like straight up. Literally, he said to the media, "Like I've just, I knew he was gonna, I knew he was gonna, uh, excuse me, I knew he was gonna shoot in and, and, and try and take me down. And basically, I was either gonna hit him with a knee or an uppercut. And literally, he just, he just, he waited for the perfect time and hit him perfectly. Boom, uppercut right in the face. He knocked him stiff as hell, and then hit him with two follow-on shots that just would destroy any man." Uh, that was a little bit controversial because people are saying, you know, he's, he's of course knocked out. It is not on the on the fighter to stop fighting. It is on the referee to stop the fight. So, uh, good on Derek Lewis. He is now number three ranked uh, behind. No, I think he's number two now behind Nganu and the champion being Steve Miocic. So hopefully Lewis gets either to fight John Jones, who is now up to heavyweight, or he fights the winner of Steve versus Nganu. We will see. That's what I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking John Jones is just going to get that title shot, honestly, after the this next match versus Stipe. If Stipe wins, yeah. Nganu doesn't necessarily get a rematch. But if Stipe loses, he definitely gets a rematch. So, well, of course, because Francis got one, so why can't he? Well, Francis earned one. He didn't get a rematch. He, he lost to Stipe and then had like six – fucking knockouts back to back and then now he's gonna fight Stipe again he earned that shit but he's but he but he's still getting a rematch yes but he but i'm saying Stipe would just get an instant rematch like he doesn't have to earn oh, one okay. is what i'm okay. thinking i'm thinking okay. he would just turn around and get a rematch so it's kind of murky hopefully lewis can fight john jones Stipe gets a rematch and then john jones beats lewis for sure for sure john jones beats lewis i mean that's like i don't know what the odds are going to be but i'm probably going to bet on Derek lewis because they're going to be so far against him to win um. Uh. So yeah, I would probably bet on Lewis, but I think John Jones is like a shoe in to beat Lewis. Like he's just so much. He's he's a great wrestler. He's a great striker. He's so long. Um. He's not gonna make a, a mistake like a Blades would or anybody else that that or Derek Lewis has fought. Um. Just as an example, uh, he fought Daniel Cormier for the title. Derek Lewis did. Daniel Cormier just made him look silly. He he made him look like an amateur. And John Jones beat the shit out of Daniel Cormier. So anyway, that's fight math. So, but that that was a great fight. Curtis Blades did well. He got caught. He admitted it. Uh, he'll do fine. So I think he's now number five or something like that. But Derek Lewis now number two, which is cool to see because he's a he's a good personality. I think Blades probably could have won if he could have got Lewis on the ground. He tried. Oh yeah. And I think that's the only way. That's the only way you're gonna beat Lewis. Get him on the ground. Well, not necessarily, dude. I think or, if he would have thought, knock him out. no, I'm thinking, man, that that could if Curtis Blades would have just abandoned his wrestling, which he can't do because he's he's an elite wrestler. But if he would have just stuck with, dude, stick and move, stick, move, move around, make him chase you, jab, 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 jab to the body, move around, move around. You're gonna tire him out. He's not gonna be worth a shit. He's waiting for you to shoot, and you don't shoot the whole time. I think he wins that way, but. uh uh, he definitely couldn't. He, he he's already admitted, like, dude, I am a wrestler. I'm going to take you to the ground. I'm going to destroy you. That's, that's just kind of like his plan. And so, if you could literally plan for that, then uh, it's not that difficult to beat you, really, because you're a one-dimensional fighter. 
So true. That makes sense. You know, yeah, exactly. If I know, just like whenever Ben Askren got that knee to the face from Jorge Masvidal, everybody in the whole stadium knew Ben Askren's going to shoot and he's going to try and take Jorge Masvidal down. And so Masvidal's like, well, if we know that for sure, let's work on this badass knee here. And then boom, <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> it's that simple. If you're, if, if I know you're going to do a move, then I'm going to defend that. There you go. Done. We, we, I win either way. But yeah, that was a great, that was a great card. Uh, moving on to fight night tonight. Very excited yeah, for some of these. Fi- some big fights tonight. Yeah, man. Who's, who's in that main pretty event? Good, pretty good card. Uh, I can't, uh, <laughs> No, I can't say those words. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, it's not we'll come back to it. Or is, is it Gain or Gagne? It's, gain? It's gone. It's gone. It's French. So, I, gone. yeah, uh, gone. there's no way we were going to get that first try. But uh, Razan Strakovich. Nope. <laughs> yeah. There's no Vich in there. Right. But, um, okay, so we're going to start with the <laughs> bloody elbow. There you are. So that first... On Google, if you Google UFC fight night, you get the featherweight fight for the first fight of the night. Alex Caceres versus Kevin Kroom. I believe this fight was canceled. That's the one, you're, that's a, that's the one you said that wasn't posted, right? Yeah. I think that fight was canceled because now it's actually a cooler fight, I believe. It's between two girls, Angela Hill, Ashley Yoder. Um, Angela Hill fights like kind of like Bruce Lee, and so I love watching her fight. So it'll be fun to watch her fight tonight. And uh, Ashley Yoder is much slower on the feet, so I think Angela Hill is going to beat the shit out of her. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I mean, if he'll if, if he'll lets Yoder close her down, then that's her fault. Honestly, like it's just hell should beat her ass. But we'll see, we'll see. They're both professional fighters. I'm sure Angela Yoder has a or Ashley Yoder, excuse me, has a plan. For Angela Hill, but I'm pretty sure this is the last minute fight put together. So I think Angela Hill is just going to stomp her ass and move on. Um, but the next fight is legit. Uh, it's going to be Pedro Munoz, 18 and five, and versus Jimmy Rivera, 23 and four. Jimmy Rivera is a legend in the UFC. Pretty much all of his fights have been in the UFC. Uh, Pedro Munoz, uh, I, I believe, knocked out uh, Cody Garbrandt. So this is. This is for some pretty good uh, marbles here. I think these both of these guys are, are, are ranked uh, fairly high in in their respective weight class and bantam weight. Um, so we'll see, dude. Uh, I think I'm going to pick Jimmy Rivera, the the legend on this one. Pedro Munoz though can get the win for sure. He's a very very talented guy. I'm taking Munoz. I'm taking Munoz. I'm taking Rivera. So whoever how deal with that how we can. Uh, <laughs> Women's flyweight. Uh, we're gonna get Montana De La Rosa versus Myra Bueno Silva. Uh, it's gonna be grapple heavy, I believe. Uh, gonna be a lot of missed shots. <laughs> gonna be a lot of uh, yeah. It's it's just gonna be um, yeah. It'll it'll be a, it'll be an event. Why you laugh at that? I, I'm sorry, man. It's just I, both both of these girls are pretty much gonna be grapple heavy, so their striking isn't gonna be elite. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I yeah. watch me be wrong and one of them come out and just, just straight up box like Tyson, but I doubt it. I don't think it's going to happen. This is going to be kind of a boring fight. So we're going to move on to okay. the co-main event, light heavyweight Nikita Krylov versus Magomed Ankalaev. Uh, I'm taking Krylov. Yeah. Taking Krylov. Calling it I think I'm going to take Ankalaev, Magomed. Uh, both these guys, 28. Both these guys are six foot two. Uh, 77.5 reach for Nikita Krylov. So he's got the, uh, he's got like a two and a half reach advantage. Let's see here. Let's see what the professionals think here on bloody elbow. I think that was like Muhammad Ali's. Yeah. <laughs> Stretch. So, so we got for Mookie Alexander on uh bloody elbow, best chance for Krylov outside of his own, his own power is to put Ankalaev on his back. And I don't really see how he does that. Ankalaev is way too physical for him and hits like a truck. We've only seen Krilov get stopped by strikes in that legendarily bad fight versus Sola Paleli, but I don't think he'll be able to handle Magomed striking. He thinks Magomed Akalaev by KO in round one, and Zane Simon of Bloody Elbow also takes Magomed Akalaev by KO round two. So, should be a slugfest, sounds like. I don't know these guys very well, so that's, I'm going to go off of the Bloody Elbow thing. I'm going to take Akalaev as well. You're still taking Krilov? Yep. Sounds good. Uh, and then for the heavyweight main event, Yair Zinho Rosenstreich versus Cyril Gan of France. Yair Zinho Rosenstreich Ro- is out of uh, Rosenstreich. Yeah. Rosenstreich. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Um, it's going to be a heavyweight main event. These guys are fighting for, I believe, the f- number four, possibly number three heavyweight um, ranking. Cyril Gaon is undefeated in the UFC, but he's only 7-0 in his entire career. I believe he's a kickboxer beforehand, though, and has a shitload of fights. Yair Zinio Rosenstrike has, like, almost 100 kickboxing fights. So he definitely has the, uh, the advantage in experience-wise, uh, but Cyril Gaon is looking so good. I think I'm still going to take Rosenstrike uh, just for his experience. Uh, when you see them uh, face-to-face, you'll think Cyril Gaon because he's, like, carved out of marble. <laughs> you know he's jacked, j j j jacked. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna still I'm still gonna take Arizona Rosenstrike. That's who I got. So. Who? No, no, I got gain. Gone. Ah! Gain. <laughs> gone. 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 He's from Man. France. But uh, I I give kudos to these announcers. I have to do this stuff because I mean they're they're saying names from all over the world and they're. Hard well, what they do is they, they, they make it as easy as they can is they have each fighter record how to say their name, and then they play that back uh-huh. for all the announcers. So you hear the, the fighter say their name the way they want it to be said. Like, um, oh, shit. Like in their ear, like in their ears, like they'll say it. It'll come over their earbuds. I don't know. Say it when they're talking to Michael. I don't know if you can, but Joanna Janjacek is her name. And it does not look like Joanna Jinjacek. Uh, it's yeah, it's Joanna J E D R Z E J C Z Y K. It's like Jeder Z Chizik. That's how you would just read it, but it's Yun Jacek somehow. You know what I mean? That's like my kid trying to spell a word that she can't. Right. Spell. So I mean, just some of these people have some crazy, crazy hard names to say. So you just hear it and you just say it like they say it, and then you hope for the best. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. So that covers that. Dude, March is going to be a great, great month for UFC. Uh, we got Israel Adesanya, Jan Blachowicz coming up. Manu Nunes, Megan Anderson coming up. Piotr Jan, Aljamain Sterling coming up. Uh, what else we got going on? Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad coming up. Uh, 260? Yeah. That's, uh, that's fight night, actually, is Edwards versus Muhammad. To Brunson versus Holland. Oh the, shit, Holland, big mouth, our the, boy. He's in the in the pay per view coming. The pay per view two sixty is March twenty seventh. That's Stipe and and uh, Ingano. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah. and Volkanovski Ortega. Damn. So we got two final two title shots on UFC two sixty. UFC two fifty nine is the what is that? That's so they, we got two pay per views this month, and I think four fight nights. Crazy. So Holland, our shit talkers are going to be five. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that one. Uh, versus Derek Brunson. So Holland is going to get a number off of this one, like a real good one. Uh, let's see, Derek Brunson. Um, does it have a title next to his name? Before we wrap this up and go into Wandavision, oh, yeah, I do have a question about a weight class. What's up? Uh. Batnam, 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 what class? Bantam. Bantam. What the fuck is Bantam? Are we just inventing no, shit? No, Bubba. If you go back to boxing, they got all kinds of weird, weird uh, uh, weight classes. They got cruiser weight, they got bantam weight, they got uh, feather weight, they got all kinds of different uh, weird ones. I've, I've, I've heard about all that. I, I've heard of cruiser, I've heard of feather. I've never heard of this yeah, at all. Bantam weight. Uh, let's look up the origin of bantam. Phantom weight origin. Apparently, it takes its name from the Bantam, named for a particularly feisty kind of chicken, originally from Bantam in Java. The welter in welterweight is obscure, possibly from welt, or a term for beat or trash, as in raising lashes or welts on the skin. Ugh, weird. Uh, it is weird. Um, it's just it's just how it is, man. Old people made up words, and that's what they got. <laughs> so what's the difference between the weight classes from featherweight to this from uh, I believe it's 10 pounds I might be wrong here hang on one second let's see here UFC rankings I think Bantam like like rank it exceeded didn't exceed 145 from what I looked up I believe okay let's find out real quick okay 
Of course, I was using Bing and not Google. That's on me. Well, see, there's bantamweight for males. There's bantamweight for females, I believe. Okay. Uh, nope, strawweight, flyweight. Ah, there's bantam. Ah, Manu Nunes is the bantamweight uh, champion for the females. And the bantamweight champion for uh, ba- uh, for males is Piotr Jan. So, let's see here. Uh, bantamweight. Uh, wait. I just understand the reason why I have so many weights. UFC. Like if it's only like a five, only like a five pound difference. It's always ten. Pa- it's generally ten pounds. Uh, yeah, it's definitely for the fighters' uh, benefit. But uh, let's see here. So difficult to find, isn't it? But uh, <clears throat> it is. Anyway, I just had a question. One thirty-five. One thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. Call. So there you go. <laughs> and then it goes 145, 155, 170, 185, 205, and then uh, 265 is the max for heavyweight. What the fucking jump between 150 to 170? Oh, yeah. It's got weird jumps. So they say they want to put another another class in like a cruiserweight or something like that nick diaz would be in the 165 class they want a 165 real bad for some of those guys because it's a weird cut for a lot of guys um he wants to fight 170 yeah well that's why he he would love 165 or 160 but 170 would be fine too he's not a big 170 -er. he's a giant 155 -er, but it's hard as fuck to make that weight so anyway (coughs) how about that one division I think it's the best. Episode nah, it was yet. it was all like set up. I think for me, I mean, I know we need it. So I mean, definitely the season finale's got a shitload of you know things to tie up. The episode before this was way better. You got a you got a, a superhero well, origin. Yeah, number seven. Yeah, was good. they made yeah. a superhero. They made Photon. You know, they 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 revealed Ag- Agatha Harkness. They yeah, dude, that was a dope ass episode. But so was this one. This one was great because you got a backstory on Wanda. You got a backstory on Agatha Harkness. Um, we didn't see any Monica Rambo, uh, photon stuff. So hopefully that, that gets tied up there too. We don't know who the big bad is yet. We just know Agatha Harkness is trying to figure out what's going on with Wanda, but we don't know why. And we don't know who she's working for. So we got to figure that out. Um, who do you think she's working for? I have a well. There's there's all kinds. There's Mephisto. There's Nightmare. There's Cathan. I think they're thinking Cathan because she has that old book. Um, yes. So I think it's yep. Cathan, but uh, it could be Nightmare too. I don't think it's gonna be Mephisto because he's straight up like the devil, and they have to explain that somehow. Like he's he's not the devil. They explain that too, but they kind of like make him pretty much the devil is Mephisto. So it's like it's a weird one. So they might stay away from him for a little while. It's, it's going to be a weird one to get him in there. So I'm thinking Cathan or Nightmare. Who knows? Who knows? I like how they brought the MCU all together. Like it, like they went back in time. How's that? Well, oh, right. I see. What the first when she went to when she yeah when she went to the first door, we never saw that. Nobody that's been watching these movies. Yeah, they tied some shit together for I've sure. Never seen her as a, as a, as yeah. a kid. Yes, and then you see the Stark injuries. Uh, yeah, they also showed the, the the jerk director set up Wanda. She framed her because he he made he made everybody else think he made Monica Rambeau and Jimmy Woo think that uh, that she came in and stole Vision. She didn't. She came in and said goodbye to Vision, and right. then she made another Vision from scratch. So that guy's an asshole liar. Right. That's I got a question. What about up, that. Doug? About the. Uh... Making visions from scratch. Okay, so when she was, when they go back to where she was, you know, a volunteer, when she moved the power yeah. stone from the scepter, and she was doing her thing, and it turned yellow, and she saw somebody. So she saw the Scarlet that Witch. Yellow. That was like her final form coming in. Like, hey, you're gonna start your journey. But why was it yellow? That's where I got confused. Ago, because visions. Yeah, that was Vision Stone. So she's got she's got a connection to that Mind Stone. But her 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 magic is red because it's chaos energy. But the mind stone is like similar shit. It's it's it's. I know it's confusing because of the colors and shit. But um, she's got chaos energy, which is like basically she's got the energy from the creation of the universe. So she can kind of create shit from scratch, as we're seeing uh, 
out of nothingness and out of just kind of a, a, a reflex type situation. So I think she literally created a, a vision, you know what I mean? From nothing. And uh, so it was crazy when they brought in cataract, right? The, um, the white vision who in the comics vision is white, right? So it's very interesting. I think that this next episode vision, normal vision is going to see white vision. And I think they're going to merge because like, it's like vision soul is Wanda's vision. And then they have vision's body in the military. So I think they're going to, they're going to like merge because in the comics merge and, and, and then vision. Yeah. Back. But then also they have the guy that voices Ultron credited. I, that's, that's where I'm going with. I think he, I think he's going to be Ultron and it's going to cause Wanda to be the Scarlet. Well, she already is. She is, she is a Scarlet oh, Witch, no, but that's, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities, well, dude, but like show her yeah. powers. Full-fledged powers. Which it's going to be nuts if fucking Ultron comes out. But I, I think, yeah, it'll probably be really quick. Ultron kind of makes an appearance. Vision beats the shit out of him or something like that and, like, takes over his body so he can be outside of the hex. And uh, then we got White Vision because Vision's white in the comics, like I said, because he dies and has, like, a shell of a body. It's it's, it's a very similar story in the comics. So, um, do, do you remember the Halloween when she had the helmet on her yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She dressed like her old her old uh, costume, basically. Okay, isn't her dad making So up? yeah, I think I don't know if they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna retcon I think they're gonna change that. I think they're gonna they're gonna because I think in the comics they changed it too. Like they could make it to where she was adopted, but I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're just gonna go ahead and just go with like somehow they're, somehow they have to bring what mutants into the world, but I think they're going to just keep with what her, her and her brother have. I don't think they're going to connect that to Magneto. You don't think so? Because it's easier to not that's do a, that. That's a lot. Exactly. Of like, yeah, why would we have to re-explain the X Men? Yeah. Let's just do a new story. Everybody's heard that shit. Uh, yeah. Well, not everybody's heard the the that she's related to Magneto, but it's like, let's just let's let's create our new stuff. I, I don't know how they're going to do that. We'll see. But uh, I saw kind of a, a, a theory on, like, she's about to, like, spread her, her – that Hex is about to go over the world, and she's about to – like, ba- you know how Monica Rambo got her powers from the Hex, basically? I'm thinking that's how we get mutants. Right. Is she's going to just shoot, like, something around the world, and then that's how mutants start. Maybe she's, like, the creator of mutants. That was a theory that I read. Um. So X Men is gonna so at some point the X Men shows are gonna have to be introduced. Yeah. Case. Well, I mean they're gonna create an X Men. They've already decided. They already determined that that there's gonna be an X Men movie. So they have to somehow. In Deadpool, in Deadpool's in the new Doctor Strange, and this is all leading up to the Doctor Strange. Yeah. So they got to connect this somehow. It's gonna be very interesting to see how they do that. I think they're gonna still do that in this season finale next Friday. So I'm very interested to see how they do it, but. um, I think they're going to introduce mutants in, in, in WandaVision. I'm pretty sure they said they were. So God, we'll see. Stuff. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Uh, because they haven't li- literally said, you know how like in X-Men, there's people that like hate mutants. We haven't met any of those people in the Marvel Universe, except for kind of the director. He doesn't like enhanced people. Right? So I think we're going to see some shit like that. Like, I don't like enhanced. I don't like mutants a lot more. Those people. Sorry about that. Oh, oh me neither. Then, but uh, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty stoked for it, dude. I was at first when watching the first episode, second, I was like, what, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? I mean, we're so there. lost, right? But, yeah, and, and then did he watch this episode? And her dad comes with the briefcase with all the yeah. sitcoms. Like, okay. Hey, that's wrapping yeah, it up. Yeah, we're figuring everything out. She's obsessed with sitcoms, so that's why she yeah. created one. Yeah. She she created a world to make her happy because she's in so yeah, much pain. Right, exactly. It's crazy, man. It's, it's pretty cool how they've done this. It's like a, a new version of Lost almost, how they kind of like reveal the layers as you go in. So sucks it's going to end. You know, it's going to be weird this. how they end it because Doctor Strange ain't coming out until next year, like of, of this month, next year. So it's like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Mark. Well, we got, well, we got, uh, what, Hawkeye and Winter Soldier coming out. And then right after that, we got Loki. And then I think we get Spider Man yeah. or something like that right after that. Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home. They just revealed that, that shit. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah. Hell. I guess that's going to conclude the show, cool. dude. Um, thanks for listening. You can follow us on uh, Facebook, the Cooter Green Show with John Holmes, on Twitter, the Cooter Green Show with John Holmes at CG. What is it? Yeah, oh, John underscore CGS and Cooter underscore CGS. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And we do have a new, we do have a website. Yep. It'll be attached go to our on, link. Uh, atten- yes. It, yes, it will. Okay. <laughs> Just click on the website. It's got a whole bunch of numbers and shit that we're not going to say, but uh, we do have the website and yeah. feel free to visit and then, and look around and poke around. We'll get some uh, merch up there here pretty soon. If we see any interest and stuff. So thanks guys for listening.